Hi and welcome. So in today's podcast I am going to talk about what to do if you're in a bit of a rut and feeling feeling a little demotivated, aligning your goals to your values and these are the things that are really important to you. How working out more doesn't necessarily mean you'll get more of the benefits, why you can't hate yourself into a diet phase, why you might be self-sabotaging and the reason why some women find dieting difficult when going through the perimenopause or the menopause. So to start with, if you're feeling like you're in a little bit of a rut or, or motivation is a little low, ask yourself, where does this stem from? Is work life hectic? Feeling the pressure to do it all, like be a wife, a mum and focusing on your career as well. Or there may be other areas in your life that you feel are draining you. So step back and assess the situation. What could you change? So if fat loss is a goal, could maintenance work for a few weeks until life is a little less busy? You don't have to be in a fat loss phase all the time, even if you have excess fat to lose. So if time is an issue, could you give yourself realistic targets as opposed to trying to do it all? So maybe it it isn't ideal because you prefer to work out in a gym, but can you work out from home if it means you still get a training session done as opposed to not getting a, getting a training session done at all? So something is better than nothing. Or maybe you've been doing the same workouts for months and months and aren't feeling inspired, in which case add a few new moves which might ignite that spark again. So swap out some of the exercises with exercises that work a similar muscle group. So for example, instead of a squat, you could change it to a lunge, a front squat or a split squat. Or for your back, you could, if you're doing a renegade row, you could do a bent over row, a chin up, a seated row. So there are ways to zhuzh up your training programs. But what you don't want to be doing is changing them all the time. You want to do a program for a minimum of six to eight weeks to see progress over time. So if motivation is really low, focus on your steps. This is the easiest way to get in some exercise. And at the same time, you're getting some fresh air and some vitamin D. And chances are you'll feel more motivated because you're doing more. And, you know, you're getting out, you're you're just getting some time for yourself. So, you know, you can stick on an audio book, a podcast, or just listen to some music. It's so important to take out, you know, even even 30 minutes out of every single day just to have for yourself. And I've said it before, but it's action that drives motivation. So stop waiting to feel motivated because it just won't happen. You've got to make it happen by taking some steps towards your goals because we all lack motivation. I don't feel motivated all the time, but you can't rely on motivation to get you going again or even to get started. So here's some tough love. You've just got to suck it up and do the things you don't want to do. It's the only way you're going to get that drive back. And once you start seeing changes, you'll want to continue taking those steps. You probably won't want to do it all the time because we all have bad days, but you'll be in a much better mindset because you've made those actions a part of your life, which is also why it's important to make sure your goals align with your values. So your values are the things that are really, really important to you. So 
if fat loss is your goal, but you enjoy your social life over the weekends, the last thing you'll want to do is avoid eating out with friends and family. There may be just some compromises that you'll need to make in order to continue moving forwards, but just telling yourself, right, I'm not going to have any social events when that is really important to you is never going to work. Like equally, if spending t- quality time as a family is important and all of you, you know, sitting down for dinner, eating the same foods, well, doing your own separate meals isn't aligned with those values. So this is another reason why diets based around meal plans don't work because they don't fit in with people's lifestyles or take into account their taste in food and also the way they eat. I mean, some people might, might work shift patterns, work nights, You know, some people might prefer having three really big meals or others might prefer to have maybe five or six smaller meals. So you don't know a person's eating habits. And also with meal plans, you don't learn anything about managing your own diet. So you could follow a meal plan for six, eight or even 12 weeks and you you, you could get results if you adhered to it. But what happens when you're done with the meal plan? You have like you have no idea how you're supposed to fit your own diet and maintain any results, and this is why I want to work with you and make your current diet work for your goals. So, if you are really struggling for time, the last thing you'll want to do is add in another workout, because more doesn't necessarily mean better. Like training six times a week isn't better than t- training three times a week, because firstly, if you're committed to t- training three times a week you might find that you're able to push yourself harder during those three sessions. You also have more time for recovery. You have more time to do things outside of the gym because life isn't just about trying to cram as much exercise as you can. You kind of need to live your life as well and do all the other fun stuff that there is to do. So also, One thing I'd like to say is you don't actually build muscle in the gym or when you're doing your home workouts. That's where your diet and recovery comes in. So your workouts are to stimulate the muscles and to break down the fibres. And the rest, recovery and diet is where the building happens. So if you're, for example, getting poor sleep and aren't aren't managing your diet, it really doesn't matter how many times a week you're training. So pushing yourself to do more and more isn't always going to benefit you because you will burn out. You won't be able to recover fully. So yeah, if you're training six times a week, your fifth or sixth session might not be up to par, might not be as good as that session that you had at the beginning of the week when you had that extra energy. So stop putting unnecessary pressure on yourself. If you're taking action the majority of the time, Don't worry about how fast you're going to get to your goal because it really doesn't matter. What does matter is that you can see yourself doing the things you need to do for the rest of your life. And that is how you become successful with dieting. And another point I wanted to add is you don't need to look a certain way. Whether you're trying to lose fat or build muscle, you can't hate yourself into change because if you resent the process and feel like it's something you should be doing rather than wanting to, you'll never feel happy in your own skin, even when you do get to your target. So start from a place where you say to yourself, 
yes, I deserve to feel a certain way. I want to feel better about myself and do some good for my body, not because I have to, but because I want to. And this completely changes the narrative because you are not your thoughts. They don't determine who you are. So talking to yourself in a negative way won't help your body image and it's not going to motivate you to get going either. It's a bit like telling a morbidly obese person to eat less and mo- eat less and move more. They're not going to suddenly lose weight. And to be honest, giving that sort of advice isn't really helpful at all. Or it's like telling a depressed person to smile more won't suddenly make them happy. So my point is, it's about changing your everyday behaviours, starting from where you are and building up to making those big, long-lasting changes and all whilst making them fit in with your life. And the majority of people, and for the majority of people, this will take a long period of time because you can't just erase bad habits. But what you can do is you can slowly start to remove them and replace them with better ones ones which are more in line with your core values. So the things that are really, really important to you. So if you are struggling and feel like you're moving further away from your goals, what small changes could you make? So next week, you feel like you've made some progress. And then the following week, you feel like you've made a little more progress. Because you are the average of your actions. And there may be certain things you need to prioritise. So think about what is holding you back right now. A lot of people do self-sabotage. So, you know, you may have been on a winning streak and, you know, you've been doing really well for the last few weeks or last few months and you've put in a load of hard work or you might have lost a significant amount of body fat and then gone the other way and started putting it all back on again. And then you kind of throw in the towel and you press the self-destruct button and self-sabotage. And this could just be the fear of not believing you can achieve that future self you want to be. So you end up holding yourself back and you're getting in your own way. So convince yourself, you kind of, you convince yourself that you'll never get there. So you may as well give up. And maybe you start thinking you may not be the same person if you did become the version of your future self that you want to be, that like that you'll change and not be as much fun or a laugh anymore or maybe that you'll have to make too many sacrifices for the rest of your life and it's just not worth it. So you slowly then allow yourself to fall back into your old ways where you didn't have to think about managing your diet and to a time when you perhaps weren't happy with how you looked and felt but it was easier than putting in the hard work and effort. But then what happens is you come to realise that you've fallen back into your old ways and you are exactly where you started and you just then really wish that you hadn't have given up because that means then you're having to start all over again, which just makes the process longer. So managing managing your diet to get to your goals isn't something you're doing for 6, 12, 16, 20 weeks If you want to feel good about yourself and have more confidence and feel happier in yourself, why would you only want to do that for a short period of time? Because surely you want to feel that way for the foreseeable. You want to feel good, have more confidence and feel happier in yourself 
for the rest of your life, not just for the 6, 12, 16 or 20 week program that you're doing. So I want to help you end this cycle of yo-yo dieting, of losing weight and gaining weight and spending your whole life trying to fit into a certain mould, when instead just focusing on the basics and remaining consistent will lead to fat loss anyway. And fat loss then just becomes a byproduct because what you really want to change are the feelings you have about yourself and having that confidence and not worrying about whether you should be wearing a bikini on holiday because health is health looks different at all sizes so it's health is much more than just how much you weigh like your dress size or even your bmi so you can be really really slim and not be healthy but equally you could be larger and still be healthy and obviously we all know that Carrying too much body fat is never going to be good for our health. But carrying too little body fat is also not going to be great for our health. So health should be about prioritising movement, eating more nutritious foods than not. So cutting back on your processed foods and incorporating more fruits and veg, getting plenty of sleep, staying hydrated and working out for the benefits of training and uh, working out for the benefits and not to burn as many calories as possible. Because as women age, it's about getting help with managing our hormones because fat loss can become harder when you're going through the perimenopause or the menopause. And it isn't because you're going through the menopause or perimenopause that makes fat loss harder. It's actually down to the symptoms so that, that makes it that little bit harder to lose body fat. So, you know, your symptoms could be poor sleep, low mood, stress, a dip in activity levels. And these are the things that have that direct impact on fat loss. So again, this links back to looking at what your values are. And if you're currently suffering with symptoms and you're going through the perimenopause or menopause, then an idea could be to put any fat loss goals that you have on hold until you're correctly medicated. So your symptoms are more under control and then it becomes that little bit easier to focus on other areas of your life that you may want to pay attention to. It's about showing yourself some self-compassion and understanding that there will be times that you can't do it all. So do do give yourself a break you fat loss is not the be all and end all so you have to take a look at what's going on in your life at the minute and work out what is important to you what do you value most so i hope you found today's podcast useful and if so please would you rate it and share it and i would just like to say thanks so much for listening and if you do have any questions feel free to shoot me a message and you can check the show notes on how you can reach me and I will catch you on the next one